Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. It is the uh, George Washington Foundation Ferry Farm and Kenmore in this morning. Town Talk powered by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, visit TourStaffordVA.com. Dave Maraca and uh, Ann Waters here from the uh, George Washington Foundation. Good morning to both of you. Good to have you uh, uh, have you here this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Here we go. The uh, it is the the holidays, and we're gonna we'll get into all, all the, the the different uh, the things going on. My really my year was thinking of this this morning. My year is sort of, it, it's, the the winter is broken up by President's Day. Then summer really begins on 4th of July. And now mm-hmm. we have the, the the holidays. Now you do a lot of other things. Those are not just the three events. You, and of all right. people know. <laughs> that I know you're about to say, I do a whole lot more than just those three things. Right, but those are the big, the big busy times. They, yeah, <laughs> no, they, they, they really are. And it has been... Is it just me, or is it, it? It does seem like the the the, the crowds are back, and, and and people people enjoy coming to Ferry Farm yeah. and Kenmore. Yeah, we've had our events, especially recently, have just been doing really well. We've gotten a lot of people out, um, and a lot of new. It seems like first time visitors to some of the events that have never toured before. Um, so that's always very exciting to see people coming out to our events for the first time um, that are new. Well, Dave, you and I go. We go way back to when the house, when the the house was the, uh, the 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 Washington family house was being rebuilt on that site, and uh, that still, I, I would think that that has turned out to be what you all thought it would be, because that that is talked about so much in the community as a place to see. Uh, it has exceeded uh, exceeded our every expectation. Um, we had high hopes for it, and it it just it surpassed our expectations. Uh, in ways that uh, it, it just just have been a just just a joy, you know. Usually, when you have a project, you you need to take a moment after when it's when it starts to start to shape up, and you and you sort of live in the moment and enjoy it. And uh, the the amazing thing about that house is that moment is is now five years old, and we're still yeah. you know I'm mm-hmm. still incredibly happy with how that thing is going. I was just going to ask you how long it was cuz you and I did a number of uh, did a number of videos as it was as it was uh, being built. I remember when we did when we we did a we did a video on just the nails that you used and, and how that and was everything is so to the time period. That was the great thing about it. So, and the funny thing is that comes from Kenmore. That's in Kenmore's culture. Um, when they did the restoration of Kenmore in starting in the in the beginning of the early 2000s, they took on an accuracy sort of th- of sort of flavor that huh. that's that sort of transferred from that project, and then we went right into the house project. And so, not only were we incredibly interested in it, but we also had the connections to do that. And so. Um, and and now that's like our, our corporate culture thing. It, it is a, it is a great place to walk through just because you're on you're on the actual foundation and it it really is the type of there's there's nothing there's nothing like it it's, um, because of just the, the 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 detail and how the rooms are are pretty much what they were there and uh, it it really is worth your time to 
to stop by and and see it and mm-hmm. take family and friends there when you can. And, and the great thing is, it's it's transitioning again as we as we undertake new construction. We we identify um, mm-hmm. support buildings and then research them and then sort of put them back on the landscape. In and and so w- what's happening now is that Ferry Farm is sort of going to become unique for Virginia and maybe even bigger than that in that it, it starts to look more and more like the 18th century. And so, all, you know, uh, places that are historic places that were here in the 20th century, there's a little bit of a romanticized view to associated with it. And so Fairy Farm will take on a, a really different feel. It'll start to look more and more different every day as as we get farther and farther into the project, yeah, no, you see, you, you see those buildings going up and around it. It, it. it does, it does change everything. I remember when it was it was being built, and the uh, and I just know I noticed this the last time I was there, and I have forgotten to to ask you about this. When it was first built, the the roof was just so clean and nice, and we talked about how you talked about how I really like how it looks, but. It really needs to weather, but it won't look as good. But it, it has weathered now, and I think that it it, it really has it, it it has kind of a charm to it, uh, without a doubt. And and we we want it. To, we don't want it to look brand new, but you know we sort of like it looking. <laughs> where there's that there's a tension there, yeah. Uh, particularly, you know, it's like okay, so we need to sort of you know do maintenance on it. It's like no, no, we need to just let it sit and sort of patina and <laughs> and that's exactly what's happened were you gonna say something oh, well, i was gonna say i feel like we still get a ton of visitors who come that have you know they're like i've haven't been here since the house has gone up so then it's so cool for them to come through oh wow like, well this is an entirely different experience for you because you can see the the house and now also all of the outbuilding construction right. so so and, and when it was when it was brand new every time we did something to it the the smell of it would change and so so, so like the um, the the plaster has um, English goat hair in it. Oh, <laughs> and and so so when the plaster was drying, you know, which took a long time, it smelled like a goat in there. Oh my! <laughs> and then and then underneath the in the beds, the the first layer of the bed uh, is a cowhide that were just made, and so for a long time. It smelled like leather. <laughs> it smells different all the time. Those, those things, though, again, go back to you talked about just kind of the culture of things. Of you know, I mean, if if that's how it was, if if you knew that that was what it was made with, the the Washingtons did. That's what you did, without a doubt. Yeah. So I mean, so the 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 uh, the accuracy and the um, sort of. It's not a perfectionism, but it's a it's an attempt to get it as accurate as possible. Um, th- that extends to the furniture as well, mm. and um, and the layout of things. And so you you really sort of and and since it's original, since it originally went up, we, our curators keep adding things to it. And every time I go in there, there's a little bit more stuff to it. And yeah. so and it's all based on what we've recovered. And so. It just it just it just looks better and better every day. I remember a few years ago there were some there were some officials from some other country were were visiting Stafford County and Stafford County ended up bringing them and I went along on some of the tours and I remember those 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 people were just 
just in awe of the whole thing so to be able to walk through something like that yeah it's just i mean you don't there aren't a lot of new presidential you know origin places that come online this will be the last one for washington and so uh it it just was very exciting for yeah you know the area the state and the region this all to say that the uh the house is right there and you can see it when you visit ferry farm in stafford so be sure to be sure to do that kenmore.org information on uh, all the uh, the goings on at uh, at ferry farm and at uh, Kenmore. Dave Morocco and Ann Waters here this morning. When we come back, we'll uh, continue to talk about some of the, uh, the, the holidays, a big, big time at uh, both Ferry Farm and Kenmore. And we'll talk about those events and uh, other things this morning. More coming up on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. We are talking uh, George Washington Foundation this morning, Ferry Farm and Kenmore with uh, Ann Waters and uh, Dave Maraca. Kenmore.org. For, uh, for all kinds of uh, information. If you never have the one, one other thing, and then we're going to get into some of, some, of the, some of the events. The Lives and Legacies blog is just a terrific source of just really information. And I guess it's just you all, if you've got an interest in something, research it and, uh, and, and write something about it. It really is an interesting blog. And you can, you can get that when you go to Kenmore.org, you'll see Lives and Legacies. Yes, yeah. There's quite a lot. I can't remember what the most recent thing was. It's on like there. a teapot spooky, or something. Spooky teapots. Yeah, yeah. it's Halloween so, themed. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it and then there's a group. I mean, that puts that up, and they have a a leader, and then they talk about topics that. Oh, okay. And so it, it's very organized and sort of very thoughtful about, and and then that group has the best time, sort of pitching ideas and sort of. In, in, in a mm-hmm. creative, and they pitch a lot of really um, crazy ideas, but um, only the, the the less crazy ones uh, sort of make it onto the the, the final product. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but yes, it's a great. You know, the 18th century is such a crazy place. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That it's there's a, endless topics that you could talk about. And I can't remember what it was, but there was some kind of ice cream. Yes, oyster ice, oyster cream. ice cream. Oyster ice cream. That was the one because yeah. Mara came in here and right. kept trying to tell me how I would really like it, and I know I would. I like oysters, but I don't want it in my ice cream. No, no, you you don't. It's like a clam chowder. Cold. 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 No, that's, that's thank you. That's right. That's right. And you expect ice cream to be sweet, and it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's a little chowdery. So, yeah. So, but that is interesting, Dave, about the 18th century because, it, in a, in a lot of ways, you are able to tell some of these stories. It, there are just there are there are just some crazy things about the 18th century that you know today we know better of. We don't do that. Y- yes and no. I would say um, so. So yeah, a lot of things they believed in turned out to be not very accurate, but. Um, but but when you're in a cultural moment, it seems natural to you. And, sure. And so a hundred years from now, when they look back at the the beginning of the 21st century, they're going to shake their heads and they're <laughs> going to they're going to go, "Can you believe these people did this?" And and we don't know what this is, but it, there are going to be things yeah. that we do that are going to seem internally inconsistent or so, you know that look from a distance that look odd and and as behavior. But the 18th century is completely whacked. 
Yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and what's what's interesting is, and, and that's where in in the archaeology world you've been you've discovered things that went on at Fairy Farm that maybe you hadn't realized or wondered about, but or or you 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 find things that. Uh, whether it's the you, you'll you'll see a, you'll find a teapot that's been glued together or, or different you, you learn about Mary Washington or you learn about things 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 that happened or, or 18th century things that did take place and you're able to add that to the story of Fairy Farm. Um, yeah, so so just by adding our new data set to the to the to the stew that is the interpretation of George Washington, we've been able to sort of uncover things that. Um, and and the thing is, you don't know what you're gonna what you're gonna find. You just have to be open to it. When, when I started archaeology, it was we we need to be like biologists. We need to have a, a a a theory, and then we need to go and prove it. And 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 so the world has changed. And so now it's like you, you need to let your data speak, and you don't know what you're gonna learn, but hmm. the, your data is gonna tell you what it is. And so it's a complete reversal of when I started doing archeology span of how the field operates. And it's just so much more open. Yeah. Um, you can, you, but you never know where you're going until you get there. And we, you have seen that we've we have talked about we've talked in in great detail about what you found this summer of where things had been covered over and you didn't realize and that, that just about every summer that you do a dig, you find something either either something's either something's not where you thought it would be or you find something that you didn't know belonged at Ferry Farm. And and, and it's easy to um so to in the middle of it because you're struggling to, you don't know where you're going and so it's it's easy for some people to lose faith in the process but if you trust the process at the end of the day we we you will uncover something that was not known you just you know, like i said you just you have no idea what it's going to be and it's always a surprise well and that's what i think what makes kenmore and ferry farm really one of the really an, an, an exceptional site that as you keep doing these things you, it, it really is a living kind of history uh, chamber that you're, you're going through, whether it's the, the digging at Ferry Farm or in the past when you have, uh, you know, taken wallpaper off or looked for things or, or done things at Kenmore, and all of a sudden it's just, just opened up a whole new understanding. Uh, without a doubt. And, and that process will continue, I don't want to say forever, but, but for a really long time. Yeah. I mean – there are things to discover, particularly at Ferry Farm, and and at Kenmore. Though I mean, we don't do much digging at Kenmore, but um, but that doesn't because we, we there isn't things to dig. It's just because that Ferry Farm just eats up all our time. And yeah. So, um, there are going to be it's going to be years and years and years where that place is still new things are going to be uncovered and then and then hopefully put back on the landscape and so. With with all that you have found, and, and this this has been dis- discussed a lot, but it, you 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 do look at it sometimes, and you look at Ferry Farm, and you you think about how close it came to us parking there and walking into Walmart and walking over, you know, not knowing really what would have been under what we were walking over, and uh, just just the tragedy that that, that that is. And you look at some other sites around here that that hasn't been the case, and you just wonder what was lost. 
without a doubt. And so, um, I mean, there's you always have to sort of strike a balance between the modern needs of society and then sort of and sort of how important our history is to us. And so, you you have to you sort of weigh each each occurrence. And the the thing about Ferry Farm that's so amazing was the preliminary archaeology wasn't that good. And so it took a leap of faith of the people that were were starting out there that um, that 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 they would uncover things that uh, were going to be just totally amazing, and, and they they took that leap of faith. Uh, they could have, and one of the arguments that Walmart made was, you know, the archaeology there's nothing really left out here, and so it'll be fine. That was really wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and so, but but they based on it because the the early the re, the earliest archaeology was was just didn't produce exactly what people thought it would, and so they were like, oh, maybe there's nothing out here. And of course, a million artifacts later, we're like, yeah, we're pretty pretty I, happy with how that turned out. <laughs> I think they were. Yeah, I think they were wrong. So I'm guessing, based on that, that when 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 you came here, when when you took this job from Williamsburg, this has turned out to be even way bigger than even you even imagined. So um, this is so egotistical. Um, so so I was uh, so I got here and I was at the top of my career and I was looking for a site that was worthy yeah. of all the effort that I had put in. Sure. And I was nervous about Fairy Farm um, because the, when I got here, the first thing I saw was a picture with all these 20th century outbuildings on top of the site. And I'm like. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, I've signed up for something that's gonna be that that is different than what I thought. Everything's been be. disturbed. Yes, and then um, as I and, and so as time goes on, th- that uh, that initial reaction has turned out to be so wrong. Mm. Um, and and the funny thing was last year. Even the areas under where those buildings were is intact and pristine, and so that was a new. I hadn't. So it took twenty years to sort of dispel that notion that that you know those buildings had had an adverse impact on the site. The for some reason the farmer protected the site accidentally, and then and by adding this this foot of really tough fill, and then built his his buildings on top of it. And the, those buildings didn't impact the site at all, and so uh, just just opposite of my initial sort of oh my goodness, what is <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. Well, and I always go back to whenever you do find things of, and I always think in the back of my mind, I can hear you saying, "Fairy Farm doesn't give up its secrets easily." Without a doubt, and this we've is, seen yeah, that. Yes, without a doubt, this is a, the the hardest site I've ever worked on. But it certainly pays off, and like once again, you have to sort of trust the process, and that's that's what I've learned. In the you know, it's like it's like oh my goodness, this is an area is not going to turn into anything interesting, and then at the end, it's like oh, by the way, here's this. Thank you yeah. very much. And yeah, so. and there's it's just been, and especially in recent years, there just have been so many of those kind of moments. Yes, without a doubt. So again. All the more reason that you want to. It, it you, I mean, we we really are lucky. I mean, pe- people people come from many time zones away to visit some of these places that are right here in our backyard, and it, it just always it's so surprising to hear people say, "I've never been there before." So um, I, it's amazing 
uh, how far people come to to Butte Ferry Farm. And so um, California, I mean, yeah. all across the country. And then we get foreign visitors, too. A lot of people from, from different countries come uh, regularly. And um, a lot of times uh, their English isn't that good. And so it's, it's really hard to sort of get across. But the, but the material goods works. That, that communicates right, right. to those people. And so it overcomes our lack of ability to, to, uh, to verbalize it. The, the, the landscape itself, the beauty of the landscape, and then the authenticity of the 18th century sort of it, it gets people excited. That's got to be exciting, and just to have, just to know that the people are coming, and you're able to, yeah. To, 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 and I mean, I know that's what we, you mean. You 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 put all of these programs together, and to, to, to look out there, and to not only see people there, but to, just in the course of a day to see people who. Right. And really I, save up to come here. Right. It really is from all over because, I mean, we definitely get people that are local, but I'd say on any given day we have, you know, people across the country or that are making their sort of trek through all of the, you know, presidential um, mm-hmm. sites or at, coming to the East Coast for the first time, which is, you know, where you have a lot of the revolutionary or Civil War history um, and people from abroad. So we did just have that group from um, Italy come recently. So it's it's cool mm. to see where, where folks are coming from. Um, and how sort of big a draw the site has. I see that in the parking lot sometimes yes, when I'll some, be over there. You right. do the license plates, and that—that's where you realize this isn't just a this isn't just people around here who are interested in George Washington. Right, right. You know, people that are coming just to to see like American history and are yeah. hitting all of those. You know, sometimes they, I feel like they're doing the George Washington track um, between here in Mount Vernon, and it's all kind of new history, and it's very exciting to. See where people come from, or you'll see like on the History Channel, or I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 Colonial in, in, in George Washington just comes up all the time. Right, right. So, so good stuff. We're gonna take a break and come back and talk about gingerbread and Wee Christmas and Twelfth Night and in uh, in all that kind of stuff. Things going on during the holidays. Town Talk powered by Stafford Tourism for information on events and activities. TourStaffordVA.com. Dave Morak and, and Walters here and Waters here from the uh, George Washington Foundation, Ferry Farm, and Kenmore. Kenmore.org. More on News Talk 1230 WFVA. It is 8:30. From the Fredericksburg Dot Today Online News Studios. This is News Talk 1230 WFVA Fredericksburg, a Centennial Broadcasting Station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. The uh, George Washington Foundation, Ferry Farm in Kenmore, are focused this morning with uh, Ann Waters and Dave Maraca. Kenmore.org. The website to, and also a great Facebook page for all, for all kinds of information on, on, on all the things going up. It is gingerbread house time, and so it is. Tis the season. <laughs> tis the season. We should be thinking about what we're going to do, and mm-hmm. this is the time to start formulating things. Yes. Or yes. you decide that last weekend. Or you, That's could, what my you family could do did. it last minute, or you could start making your blueprints depending <laughs> on how you how you want to go. Blueprints. That's a good idea. You could, you know, I some of the ones I'm that sure they have to are very some. very. Um, professional so you would think that yes. they maybe put planning into them um but yes the drop-off dates for it's our 37th annual gingerbread contest and exhibit 
Um, and that's at Ferry Farm. So the drop-off dates for that are November 25th through December 2nd. So there is still some time. But if you are planning on entering, this is the time to start thinking about that. A critter Christmas. A critter Christmas. So what 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 are you what do you think you'll see? I'm thinking we'll see lots of winter animal related themed yeah. holiday scenes. Um I think we had an entry that was North Pole related. I'm expecting to see a penguin in that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so I'm excited to see how people get creative. Um because in the past we've had quite a lot of creative entries for the themes, things that I never would have Oh, exactly. These these are these are really good. D- Dave and I have been have been judges some years, yes. and it's really surprising what people come up with and, and are able to pull off, pull off. Yeah, and that is a good point because we do have judges. There are prizes. We have different categories that folks can enter in. Um, and then on December fourth, you all will be judging first through third place ribbons and prizes in all of our categories. So so, and then you can come by. Fairy Farm and see these what right through the just about through the end of the yes, year. Yes, through the end of the year, um, we'll have the exhibit up at Fairy Farm. So even if you didn't if you didn't make a house, you can still come by and see all of the houses on display. Um, we have a People's Choice vote, so very important you come in and get your vote in. Um, and then we have a little I Spy exhibit for kids. So it's a great it's fun for families, um, and we do have a family category, so families can submit a house together if you have younger kids or. Um, have them do their own. So there's a lot of a wide age range for the gingerbread houses. 37th year. So there are a lot of people with a lot of memories. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was mean, sort I, of shocked when I realized it was 37, that we had been doing it for that long. Um, so, and we do have some some old pictures that I found from years past, but oh, it wow. has been going on for a long time. Yeah, I can remember, our, our family did it, I know a number of times, and I, can, I remember the one year especially because it had, we were doing it on on the Sunday afternoon that we had to take it over. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it was not There's one two of types the, of gingerbread crafters. <laughs> yes. And it was not the moment that you imagine of everybody's helping each other. and The race to the That yeah, sounds really flying. familiar to me. I remember, <laughs> I remember our family project was like, Yes, let's let, let's try not to have tears on, on yes. any any of the builders' parts. <laughs> yes, or someone would get mad and, and forget it. I don't want to do. I don't want to do it. I'm going to my room. Well, this is why we're reminding people now. You have plenty of time to start. Yes. So it doesn't have to be last minute unless you want it to be. Right. You, that's why I say maybe you come up with some ideas uh-huh. and 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 and, and, uh, and the do limit. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. And there, there's, and there, if you go to, if there, I know that there are all kinds of rules on what you can use and what you can't use, and uh, that, yes. that's changed in recent years to where it's even a little, it's a little bit easier now. Yeah, because we, we, I think in the past we didn't allow like the kits, so we allow you can, you know, yeah. use the pre-made kits, but all of the, um, if you want, or you can hand do it, um, all, but all of the um, rules and regulations, if you will, are posted on our website. I think there's even a gingerbread recipe posted on the website if you're looking for one as well. Um, so all that information that you would need is there. And then the drop-off dates, again, are November 25th through December 2nd. So it's a yeah. wide range to get your, your gingerbread house in. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, it is. It's, it, 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 it really is. And it's it's something, especially if you, if, if you win. You yes. get a ribbon or something like that. You get a like ribbon. You get, a pro- you get the honor of winning. So. Yeah. 
Um, so that's a lot of fun. And it you is. can come back and take your house at the end if you'd like. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can reclaim your house too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, that, so the uh, the end of gingerbread contest. The other thing that's that's really a Christmas tradition is, is, and has really developed in, in, in recent years is We Christmas over at, at Kenmore. Yes. Yeah, so at the same time that the gingerbread contest runs at Ferry Farm, um, we have our ninth annual We Christmas and Dollhouses and Miniatures exhibit um, over at Kenmore. So that runs the same time. Um, it's through December. And then we also keep the dollhouses up um, for Twelfth Night, which is that first weekend in January. Um, and then the entry forms for that are due November 18th. So that is coming up around the corner. Um, and we accept all, you know, all sorts of things. We have people that submit, you know, giant dollhouses that they've been working on or inherited or had in their attic. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have people that have made um, little room boxes or sort of vignette scenes um, as well. So we get quite the wide range of entries for that, too. It, it, these aren't dollhouses like you think. They are just so intricate. Yes, yes. Some of them are, I mean, it's crazy how small and, like, miniature the items really are. Um, You could spend a long time really looking through the the dollhouse exhibit and every time see something new. Yeah, no, the rooms are rooms. rooms. Mm -hmm. You know, anything that you see in a room is it is it's sometimes such a small scale but it really is good right and we've you know people do all sorts of fun themes someone did like a, a beach cottage christmas cottage one year which was fun um someone did a haunted house which was really creative you wouldn't really notice until you're really looking at it all these little spooky details um so yeah that's a really fun one too and you know we also have um, a little kid's I spy for that so very family friendly um and that's set up in the kenmore visitor center um so you can come and just just do the exhibit if you want, come in the visitor center or do that as part of a house tour. Um, so that's running at the same time that the gingerbread exhibit is up. Yeah, no, this is a, this is, it, I mean, the, the, these are two really great fun events, whether you can, part- if you can participate, great, but if you're not, just to, just to be an observer, you'll. Uh, yes, yes. And then if you're looking to also participate more for at least the uh, We Christmas Miniature Making Workshop, we do still have spaces available for that. Um, and that's on Saturday, November 18th um, from 1 to 3 at Kenmore. And that's where guests get to make their own little room box. Um, and we can, we provide all the materials for that. We have someone that leads the workshop. Um, and you make a little room box. And you hmm. can also choose to exhibit that in the exhibit um, as well. Wow. Okay. Learn how to do learn learn how to do it. Yes. Yes. So they they take you through all of the the process of building. It's like a little Christmas scene, um, in a room box. So um, that is a lot of fun. But it is advanced registration required, and I believe we just have a few spots left. So if that's something you're interested in, um, you could register for that online on our website as well. This is a teachable moment to talk about the fact that if you do like like these workshops, sign up for them because I know that I mean the gingerbread one that's sold out, isn't the it? The gingerbread one is sold out, and that out. happens every year. Yes. I think and both of these workshops always yes, sell out. that sold out pretty quickly. Um, the Wee Christmas one still has a few spots left. So if you're looking for something to do, um, and that is Saturday, November 18th. Yeah. So if you are, you, you keep that in mind for, for future years that when yes. you see these things. If you're interested, just go ahead and sign up. That really goes for a lot of a lot of, of the the events and that you have during the year too. If you see if you see some of these events and think 
my family or my kids would really like to do this, don't wait around because they, they do tend to tend to fill up. Yes, yes, because we have um, some things aren't always pre, uh, pre-registration, but a lot of them are. So if you know you're interested or want to come out, sometimes it's just easier um, to go ahead and reserve your space. And then you know that you are in. <laughs> the, uh, I guess the third of the, uh, of, the, of the holiday events takes place in January, 12th night. Yes, which is really scary to think that it's right around the corner but we've already been I um know. rehearsing so christmas is upon us yeah january is upon us um but that is the first weekend in january which is the fifth sixth and seventh um and that's essentially like a theater sh- a theater show that mm-hmm. goes through the house so there's a different little vignette scene um, in the house that's depicting the Lewis family's first Christmas at Kenmore. Um, so that's a lot of fun. We do it every year. Um, and we did sell out last year. So another good example of another something. Example. <laughs> if you're yeah. interested in it, um, go ahead and go online. There's different um, start times during the weekend. Um, and go ahead and purchase your tickets. Twelve, I, there's a story behind Twelfth Night, or, you know, the historical or why it's called that. Yes. So it's on Jan- – uh, it's – like Three Kings Day, or I believe yeah. they're you know in different um, places, but it's the twelve like the twelve days of Christmas essentially. So um, during that time, you weren't so much celebrating like Christmas Day as you think of today, um, but it was more like a a season of parties leading up to and kind of culminating on Twelfth Night um, or the sixth of January. Um, so it was a whole a season of celebrations really. Um, and we, our show sort of focuses on the, the Lewis family's first 12th night season because mm. that's when they just moved into Kenmore yeah. was that fall. Well, we were, Dave and I were talking a few minutes ago about the, about the 18th century and all. One of the things when you go to Kenmore that uh, you won't see is a Christmas tree because they didn't have them You will not back see then. a Christmas tree. You will see some greenery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and some fancy desserts. But yeah, the Christmas trees were not popular until much later. So they don't come around until like Victorian times um but no christmas tree other 18th century decorations though i didn't realize and and i just um, in all the years of talking to you all i never realized that and i was doing a i was doing a video a few years ago in the in the house and noticed that and it was like everybody knows that there's there's no christmas trees (laughs) right but you don't think about it because it's so associated with the holiday that you don't realize that it wasn't much later in time that the christmas tree really becomes popular yeah, so there's there's that. So, but 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 Kenmore really is a great is a, is is great to see during the holidays because of how you have it have it decorated, and then Twelfth Night to go through it. I've never done Twelfth Night, but oh, my family has, and just talks. They talk <laughs> about going through it at night, going through Kenmore at night. Right, it's a is a much different experience. It is. It is just a different experience to see the house at night. Um, and it's much different than, you know, your typical, it's not a tour. So it's really is more of like a little kind of theatrical play experience. Yeah. No. And I know the, the, I know some of the people that are involved with the theatrical part of it and they they really have a lot of great actors. They do. They really put a lot into Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. So that's very exciting and very, a lot of them are involved with other kind of the theater scene, um, in town and Mm -hmm. they're all really great and we're excited to have them. Yeah. So again, uh, go to Kenmore.org. For, for for tickets for for twelfth night that's in uh, January and then we Christmas and uh, the, the, the in the uh, in, in gingerbread yes those are coming up busy, the, the busy, holiday busy season time. is upon us <laughs> and then lurking for you I'm sure as far as is, is planning all of this is 
come February when it's President's Day weekend and you celebrate George Washington's birthday. Yes. So really one celebration after. <laughs> yeah. So we do have George Washington's birthday coming up in February. Um, so that's always a lot of fun because we are closed in February um, to the public except for um, George Washington's birthday. So that is a fun celebration that we are already kind of starting to think about on the horizon. To me, that when, when, when we get to there, when we get to, to when we get to George Washington's birthday, you can start to see the end of winter. Yes, we've made it. So, <laughs> and, and so this is the 290th. So we're mm-hmm. 10 years away from the oh. 300th birthday of George Washington. I did not realize that. It's not no, too early no, to it's, start. It's 32. I'm sorry. So we're nine years away. Yeah, uh, true. So, and by then it'll be twenty-four. We'll be eight years away. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's very I'm not clear. Long. We're yeah, getting so. closer. I can't, yes. I can't do I'll, the math. I'll settle on a year soon. It's Ten, getting the next close. ten minutes. I'm going with eight years now. That sounds right. <laughs> the um, so the, I'm I'm thinking that the three hundred there's going to be there'll be a that'll be a big deal. Yes, yes, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, My goodness, gonna... I feel like we already need right. to and start that. I could say in 1932, there was a huge nationwide celebration hmm. um, that had uh, just a amazing... famous baseball player? I, I, don't, I don't think he came in 1932, okay, but he, he did come right after that. Okay. So, yes. Um, anyway, but yes, a huge national event in 1932. Hmm. I mean, it it should be when it we, for the for the hundredth I would think this is going to be a be a big deal. So yes. we'll talk about it when we get to that. Yes, it'll be this, the way things go. It'll be here before you know it. I know. Gingerbread Week Christmas twelfth night. Check it out. Go to uh, Kenmore.org. Look at the uh, just click on events and you will see a lot of this stuff. Facebook also has a mm-hmm. has. A, has has updates on on things. Speaking of Facebook, because I saw this past, this was not a this not, was not one of your events, but it was kind of a colonial times thing. Was it the the um, American, American Battlefield Trust came out? Yes, and did like a revolutionary. It's their generations event. Yeah, um, and I think the idea is that you you attend with the member of the other generation. So it's a lot of like grandparents and grandchildren. Yeah. Um, but yes, they hosted an event at Ferry Farm, which was all Revolutionary War focused um, and was a lot of fun. We had a great turnout. Um, the weather was beautiful um, and we had a lot of like, folks come out to Ferry Farm. So it was a great, a great time. Yeah. So yeah. We had like so, 80 so and 100. That's why you stay. That's why you get face, why you like the uh, George Washington Foundation on Facebook, because you'll find out about these. Kinds yes. Of things. You get the most up to date sort yeah. of info. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Town Talk, powered by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, visit tourstaffordva.com. Ann Waters and Dave Maraca from the George Washington Foundation here. We'll uh, conclude when we come back on News Talk 1230 WFVA. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host. Ted Schubel. Always good stuff with the George Washington Foundation. Always good stuff going on at Kenmore and Ferry Farm. Kenmore.org, the uh, the, the website that will give you all kinds of information. They'll 
the, the, the events will tell you about some of the things going on, but uh, really good stuff in, uh, in, in Facebook, too. We was one other event, uh, Anne, that we missed. Yes, last, last winter-themed event on Sunday, December 17th at Kenmore from 12 to 4. We're doing our second um, edition of Taste Through Time, which is a new series we started. We huh. just did a gingerbread-themed tasting um, in October, which was a big hit. Um, so on December 17th, we'll be celebrating the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party with a tea tasting. Um, hmm. So the Kenmore Kitchen will be open, which is exciting because that's typically not open as part of a normal tour. Um, so visitors can um, come by and sort of learn about um, tea in the 18th century, how tea was made, served, um, etc. And then also learn a little bit about the Boston Tea Party specifically, um, and then taste some of our teas and sort of the, the ambiance of the historic kitchen. So it's a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. So another, another, another good thing. It's, it's, it's interesting how you're able to, we're able to, to go back in time mm-hmm. and see some of these things. Yes, yes. And, and that's one of the things you're really good at. Oh, thank you. And we're very excited to sort of be using that historic kitchen at Kenmore a little bit more. Um, and I think that's something that people are very interested in, that kind of foodways history. Um, so that'll be our second installment in that uh, Taste Through Time series. So if you're interested in learning more about tea and the Boston Tea Party or want to taste some tea, um, you should come on through. And that's December 17th. Okay. Kenmore.com. O-R-G. You're you're the first people I've had the chance to talk about this with, and we only we just have a, a minute or so to go. But it's been a good year at Ferry Farm. When I, I look back at, at the at the events, mm-hmm. and uh, we've gotten past COVID, and and people have been coming out. Right. Yeah. I think people really are sort of coming back um, with school groups or coming back for events, um, traveling again. So it's it's been very exciting to go through kind of the whole normal ish year. Um, and the events have been doing really well, and we're excited to have, have people back. And, and I'm not the expert in the psychology of the modern world, but, <laughs> but I mean, it does seem like people were, were sort of in their houses for a long time, and when they mm-hmm. came out, they're very interested in doing things. And our yes. events have been just incredibly well attended this year, and, uh, and we just thank everybody for coming out. Yes, yeah. And... Um, be aware that in uh, in January and February, you other than uh, George Washington's birthday, uh, Ferry Farm and in, in, in Kenmore are closed. So if you if you want to come out and see some of these things, don't put it off. Do it do it um, you know between now and the end of the year. Yes, yeah, I think pe- sometimes people don't realize that. But other than Twelfth Night and the birthday, we're not open for regular tours. So if you want to squeeze in a one last tour before the end of the season, um, we're open through through December. And then we do have all the holiday. Right. Um, so the added benefit of all the holiday events and exhibits going on, too. And again, the uh, the gingerbread uh, contest and exhibit, We Christmas and Twelfth uh, Night all coming up. And uh, yes. get involved with so those So submit your things. entries. <laughs> yes. Make those family memories. Don't wait until the last minute, though. No. And my, my only memories are tears <laughs> and yelling. So start now. <laughs> start now. <laughs> A lot of sighing and things like that. <laughs> Thank you both, and thank you both for we've we've had just a lot of fun shows over the past year. Look forward to it next year, and um, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Dave Maraca and Ann Waters from the George Washington Foundation, Kenmore.org, and uh, get involved with the, with all of these all of these things. Town Talk powered by Stafford Tourism. For information on events and activities, tourstaffordva.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the morning.
Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the host and guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck Program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.